Greetings and welcome to Shaim Mikra, the wonderful podcast series developed and sponsored by the Orthodox Union hosted here at OU.org, where in each podcast we read, analyze, study, and investigate one of the aliyot of the current week's parasha. My name is Yitzchak Shalom, and I'm delighted to be studying parashat Baha'alotucha with you here. And we are now in the second aliyah, in the middle of the description of the command, perhaps, of, um, uh, more accurately, of the Taharat HaLevi'im, the investiture of Levim and the process by which they become sanctified to assist the Kohanim in the Mishkan. Uh, and we are at Pasuk Tet Vav, chapter 8, verse 15. After they go through this process that we discussed about the shaving and about the korban and being lifted up, etc., uh, they will come. You will sanctify them or purify them and lift them up. Of course, they belong to me from among Bnei Israel, as you read at the end of Parshat Bamidbar. In the place of, or in lieu of, the ones who open the womb, meaning the Bechorot of Israel, Now, there is a famous Midrashic direction, um, which is that the original position taken by the Levim really was intended to be taken by the Bechorot, and that because the Bechorot sinned at the Egel, and the Levim were uh, not stained with that sin, therefore there was this swap, and of course you have the um, coincidence, if you will, or whatever, that uh, perhaps we don't read it that way, that the number of Bechorot and the number of the Levim was nearly alike, 22,000 versus 22,273, uh, and so the swap was done. But there is nothing in the text to recommend that. Indeed, many Rishonim do not go in that direction, that the Bechorot originally were supposed to be that that position and the Levim were given their place. But the Bechorot were sanctified, you see, at Mitzrayim, and now that sanctification uh, is replaced or transferred to the Shevet uh, from which Aharon comes, and that Shevet's job is to is to uh, work the Mikdash and indeed uh, to support the Mishkan. And indeed it makes a lot of sense because now that we are setting up a Machaneh and each tribe is to be settled in its own camp outside of the Mishkan, uh, it is far more utilitarian, if you will, to have one Shevet that raises its young and all of its um, young men learn how to worship, how to help the worship and to work for and assist with the Mishkan, and they're camped around the Mishkan. So the transfer here may have nothing to do with any particular blemish of the Bechorot, as opposed to uh, a transfer now from familial to tribal leadership. In any case, um, God says, I sanctified the Bechorot, and you see at And by Kachat Alvim, Tachat Kobachov, and Israel, I took the Levim in lieu of them. By Nat Alvim, the Tunim, the Aron of Anal, I took them and I gave them to Aharon, Mitoch Bene Israel, Laavod et Avodat Bene Israel, to do the worship for Bene Israel, the Almoid, or the work for them, Lachapel Bene Israel. And here's the kicker, Velo Yevi Bene Israel, Negev Bene Israel will not uh, feel a plague, Begesh Bene Israel, a Kodesh, by coming close to the Kodesh. In other words, 
part of the Levim's job is to act as a buffer to keep the Yisrael from coming too close to the Kodesh, which would cause a plague among them, and the Levim are the protection. Now, that's the introduction. So that gives us both the command of how to invest the Levim, and also the background, starting from Makat Bechorot, the sanctification of the firstborn, the swapping of the Levim for the firstborn, and their function. But yeah, and, and the statement of taking them mitoch b'nei Yisrael, but v'lo yev b'nei Yisrael negev, is to state that they're taken from b'nei Yisrael, and they are ultimately helping b'nei Yisrael by protecting b'nei Yisrael from coming too close to the Mishkan. So Moshe and B'nai Yisrael did exactly what Hashem commanded, meaning that the shaving and the korban and the smicha, everything that we described in the first podcast. So they were expiated or sanctified. Exactly as the description, they... Vaitchatu uh, may refer to the the shaving that we mentioned, and then their clothes were uh, were cleansed, mikvah. Aaron lifted them up in front of Hashem, and he sanctified them. That may be a reference to the korban. And then they came to do the work uh, in the presence of Aaron and his sons. You got to remember, we're not talking about hundreds of koanim; we're talking about three koanim at the time. Aaron, Elazar, Itamar. That's it. Now, one last piece. By the Baron and I will show them more. Now they've got the Levim in place. What's the layout? From the time that one is 25, a Levi is 25, and upwards he should come to join the community. That's what Litzvot Savah here means, to join the group doing the Avodat Ohomoe. Then after, at the point of 50, he goes home and does not do it, that avodah anymore. And then what's done? He will serve with his brothers to guard. And he will guard with his brothers, meaning, and here we get several different takes on what he's supposed to do after the age of 50. But like Rash says, to go to the shirar, nilat sharim, but not the caring. Uh, the Rashbam reads it that from the age of 50 on, he goes back to be a guard, uh, and there's no upper age limit for this, a guard around the Mishkan, uh, and that's indeed what he's going to do from the age of 25 to 30, which is what we read in Parshva Midbar, will be the age from which the Levim are working. From 30 to 50, he's involved in Avodat Masa Alakatev, carrying things on the shoulder and on the wagons, moving the Mishkan around. But from 25 to 30 and from 50 on up, his job is to work with the rest of the Levine to guard the Mishkan. Okay, we will pick it up in the next Ali on the next podcast, in which we encounter the very famous passage of what will end up being Pesach Sheni. Meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.